This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. There we go. It is Jacob Warren, Tennessee tied in, and it's the Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Love to visit with him each and every week. If you enjoy conversations with the Vols, hit the thumbs up button. We appreciate that. It helps us grow and get to more listeners, watchers, and we appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that. We'd love your notifications to be on. So, Jacob, first of all, Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. You have, Merry Christmas. You have been a blessing to uh, my endeavor this year, and you are greatly appreciated. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you as well, man. You know that. <laughs> cool. Now, um, let's let's talk some ball here because yeah. it's it's so weird, the shiftiness of a bowl game, and then you have signing day, which I know doesn't affect you directly, but it affects yeah. what all goes on with the program. Yeah. Are these days, but you don't have class, so are these days hectic? Or are they a little bit more relaxed and you get to focus on ball? How would you describe the interim? Definitely more more relaxed, I think. Um, you know, it, it's I don't know, it's weird. It's a little hectic in the morning, right? You get up and um, go to meetings just like normal, have practice and get your treatment and, and try to get extra meetings and stuff. But um, at the end of the day, you don't have much class to worry about. You don't have schoolwork in the back of your head, you know, lingering. You don't have really, you know, anybody else on campus to distract you right everybody's pretty much gone for the holidays <clears throat> so it's not like you're you know got to do this and got to do that and got to meet with any professors or, or whatever so um yeah it's time we can get all kind of just hang out and we've been spending a lot of time you know me and my, some of my buddies on the team just a lot of time just hanging out after practice and uh you know playing board games or playing video games or you know running around trying to find christmas gifts for for family members and doing all that fun stuff so Best board game is the only board game that we really play is Catan. I don't know if you know what Catan is. No. Some people say Catan. It's not Catan. It's Catan. But it's it's um 
zero zero way I'm explaining it. I think monopoly in terms of of how you um, you buy things and you upgrade your your developments, I guess. You expand, so you move across this board. The whole board is an island. Look it up if you if you have no clue what I'm saying. Maybe look it up and make it a little bit easier. But um, the whole board is like this big island, and there's different you know spaces, and you can move around the the board and settle in different areas and and collect resources and buy roads and settlements and cities and all types of stuff. It, it's it sounds complicated because you can't really see it, but it's a great game. Does it take as long as Monopoly? Because my kids won't play Monopoly with me because it takes so long. It definitely can't take as long as Monopoly. There's <laughs> there's different there's like different I guess types of the game. There's the base game and then there's like different packs you can buy. And we've played games that have lasted three hours, two and a half, three hours, which wow. it is extreme, but it's fun. We have a good time. It gets really competitive. Oh, I'm in. I can play Monopoly every single night. I love that game. Um, everybody <laughs> asked you at the at a, a recent press conference about uh, coming back and mm-hmm. you want to focus on, on the Orange Bowl, and I, I totally get that. Um, and you you got a lot to look at. You got a lot more feedback to get, I would think. So now it's not yeah. really the time. But yeah. if you could kind of talk about the factors that would would go in that decision, whether or not to go to the NFL or come back. Yeah. So. Um... Obviously, I've got to look at this and just, um, you know, analyze it and thinking about it uh, based on what's best for me. Right. And, and um, there's obviously opportunities at both. Right. There's opportunities for me to go on and, um, you know, have a successful career and, you know, you know, better myself in that way of, of going and, you know, making a team and, and, you know, being able to work my way through whatever, regardless of where I were to get drafted or undrafted or whatever it may be. Obviously there's all the um, predictions and, and everything that, that there may be. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the film speaks for itself. And I think that there would be someone, right. That'd be willing to give me an opportunity to play in that league. And um, so, yeah, you look at that and you look at coming back of, of, you know, I've got a place here that, you know, cares about me. And, uh, you know, I think I'll have a lot of the f- support of, of fans and, and of, of everybody else. So, people would be happy to see me come back at the same time. And, and, um, you know, obviously I love this place. It's, it's my home, you know, family lives right down the street. So that's also big opportunities for me just to kind of be comfortable here and, and play another year with, with a team that I love. Um, so it's just a matter of, of trying to decide, you know, once there's nothing else on my plate, right. Once it's truly just, I can sit down and I can, can pray about it and, and make my decision with a sound mind and just decide what's best for me and for my future. So, um, obviously once I make that decision, I think everybody will probably see it. And, and one way or another, I think people will support, support me and, and what I want to do. So, well, I've told you this, you're going to be successful if you go to the NFL now, next year, if you decide to become a kinesiologist, if you decide to work for you, <laughs> whatever you decide to do, you're going to be successful. So know that, know that you're in good shape and for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, think, Think about that decision. I know it's kind of a tough one, but no, at the end of the day, five years from now, you're going to be successful no matter what. So I would pass yeah. that along to you. Yeah, thank um, you. You're, as far as coming into a, a school, we got some big names that, that come yeah. in, and you were able to kind of grow, but there are some other guys that are going to transfer in, and I want to talk about each each of them. Yeah. But they're they're going to be expected, and we're going to talk about Nico too. But they're going to be expected to contribute pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. How much? 
how much of a different challenge is that as opposed to you were able to come in and grow as a player and as a man it seems like there's there's a lot on some young shoulders in the modern era of college football yeah i think um you talk about you know transfer guys right transfer guys coming in and and almost being expected to you know expected from you know people here and also i think they expect it within themselves right like you would transfer somewhere that you didn't think that you could play at or if you that you didn't think that you would at least have a chance to go and, and play significant snaps and um so yeah i think there is a higher a higher um, expectation for for transfers to come in and to kind of already be i guess polished in a way and and you know be ready to kind of just pl- be plugged into a system once they learn the system they'll be just fine um Obviously, that's not always the case, and and sometimes it doesn't necessarily pan out just for one reason or another. Um, but I think it, it's definitely different for for young kids nowadays too. Even like the the freshmen coming straight out of high school is, you know, there's all this expectation because I don't know for whatever it may be. Um, like like you said, I I came into college and and no one really. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little bit unique just because of my situation, but no one expected me to play my freshman year. No one expected me to play my sophomore year. And that was because I, my body wasn't ready to play. Um, I was a good talent and I, I don't think I was necessarily as good um, back then for sure as I am now. So obviously I've grown, I've developed, but I've also gotten bigger, gotten stronger, gotten smarter, a lot more confident in my game. Um, and I, yeah, it, it's unfortunate that sometimes kids don't necessarily have that opportunity to grow, but I think it's also uh, big because, you know, that, that kid might, you know, be forced to grow up a little bit quicker. You know what I mean? It might be forced to to kind of get thrown in the fire and go see if if they're going to, you know, if they're going to thrive or, or what. So um, it just depends on how you look at it. If you're a person that um, is super driven and, and hungry, which I'm not saying I wasn't, but if you're someone that is like, yeah, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to try to start the first day I step on campus, um, then that expectation is good. But if you're somebody that, like me who, you know, needed a couple years of development to get to the point where they were going to be competitive, um, I guess it could be it could be unfortunate the the pressure and the, and the expectation that's put on them now. Well, and the other thing, how how about the mentality of it of suddenly being a football yeah. player that takes up you know a tremendous amount of hours, being a full time student athlete, um, having to go to class, and all of that. How much of a shock was that to you? Maybe you handled it better than some other people, but. You come in and it's more than a full-time job from the get when you include going to class and being a football player. Yeah, I think um, it's tough at first, and then you kind of just realize that that um, it's just life. It's just it's just what we've cho- we've chosen to do, um, and that's that's truly how you have to look at it. You have to look at it as I, I choose to do this every single day. I, I am, you know, making this decision, and I made that decision on signing day that I was going to commit to this process. And this process, if you if you understand, and I've had good people to look up to, like my dad, my dad played, obviously, right? Um, I just know a lot of people kind of in this space before. So, um, you know, whenever things got tough, it was like, man, like my dad had to tell me like, bro, like, I promise you, this is normal. I, you feeling like you don't want to be there is normal. You feeling like you don't, you know, like, like, man, this is really hard. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, it's totally normal. Um, and so having people like that kind of just to push me along and to kind of get me through those days. But, um, yeah, no, I think another thing that's weird is, is you go from being a really big fish in, in a little pond, right? You're the, the top recruit. Anyone that's here at Tennessee, 
was probably the best player on their high school football team, unless they just went to some crazy high school that was really good at football. Um, so most times these yeah, these guys are used to being the the best on their team and the biggest, the strongest, the fastest. And the second you step on campus, like none of that matters anymore because you got guys that are 22 years old like me, right? That are just as you know that are bigger than you, stronger than you, faster. Like, and you have to kind of learn how to how to adjust and how to kind of catch up and and get yourself where you need to be. And you have that realization pretty quickly, I think, once you step on campus. I know a lot of people want to hear about the incoming guys, including uh, Nico. I want to get to that. I want to remind everyone the ball report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Whether you're in Nashville, Knoxville, or Chattanooga, man alive, it's worth the drive to Bassey Lawn and Garden with the industrial mowers, with the commercial mowers, and the residential mowers and lawn care equipment. They're going to take you to a whole different level because they're able to purchase at a higher volume so you can build your business, especially if you're talking about industrial commercial mowers. You can build your business on better prices. That's always a good, to go, a good way to go. So the Vol Report with Jacob is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. So bring a tight end in as a Princeton fan is moving on. And it's it's a guy that I think is pretty interesting when I watched him on tape, Christian McAllen. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think of him? Have you had a chance to work with him and get to know him so far? Yeah, McAllen is is um a guy that came in and he was, you know, kind of shy at first. Um, obviously, as I feel like anyone would be, most normal people would be pretty he wasn't intimidated, but was just kind of quiet at first and then kind of um, getting to talk to us more and just kind of being around us at practice and in meetings and stuff has, has definitely opened up and I think fits really well in our room. And um, unfortunately, they haven't been able to really like watch him perform much, um, but have watched, obviously have watched some of his film and uh, very good athlete, very good with the ball in his hands. Um, and I think, you know, he'll be a good addition to the team. I, I don't know. He, he, as long as we get along with him, truly like I'm, I'm happy with him. So, um, should be good. So if I'm McAllen Castles and I'm at a, a place like uh, UC Davis, and I come yeah. to Tennessee with those facilities, mm-hmm. is there a wow? Is there a bit of a wow factor? Yeah, no. I, I, we were in um, our <laughs> dining hall, Smokies, right? And Smokies is by far probably one of the best training tables, one of the best dining facilities for athletes uh, in the nation, and somebody was complaining about the food, right? Which whatever we eat it every single day. So I guess you're allowed to complain if something's not how you want it, but someone was complaining about the food. And I'm like, this kid in McAllen was sitting there next to us. And I'm like, this kid just came from UC Davis. Like they probably didn't have a cafeteria. Right. Like he was like, no, like we paid for all of our food. Like we just went and went to like, they obviously they probably had like stipend and stuff like they could use. Yeah. Um, you know, we went to a grocery store and we, we cooked for, we cooked our food or we went out to eat or whatever. And, and we're literally sitting there eating like steak and pasta and broccoli and stuff that other people are making for us. And they're, we're complaining about it at the same time. This kid is like, Whoa, like, this is amazing. This is awesome, which it is. But, um, yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure he, uh, is more than grateful to, to be at a place like Tennessee where, you know, you pretty much have everything that, that you need or that you could want, uh, right there at your fingertips. So. That's got that's got to be a, a big big difference. Um, and yeah. then another guy that I want to ask you about the offensive lineman, uh, Andre Curry, who comes in. Uh, I, I talked to Cooper Mays about him, and he's mm-hmm. on the YouTube page. So be sure and subscribe and uh, hit that thumbs up button. But he he's been impressed already by Andre. What, what have you been able to glean in the short time that he's been on campus? 
Yeah, I just appreciate how Andre kind of came in and um, I guess a little bit different than McAllen, like was very open and was very much, you know, comfortable being around us and um, walked up to him and had didn't have a, like a super deep conversation, but just felt like I had already known him. Right. Like he I introduced myself to him. He introduced himself to me and told him I, I was happy he was there. And, um, you know, since then, it's it's just been real easy to kind of just nothing felt weird, right? You say hey to him and, like, just ask him how, how he's doing, just kind of like he already fits in, in uh, I guess, with, with the guys and whatever. So, obviously, Cooper may know a little bit more about um, him as an offensive lineman or whatever because he's in the same room with him. But, um, yeah, I appreciate just kind of his openness since the day he got here. Uh, Cooper pointed out that uh, Nico Iomaleva, <laughs> that he was – Pretty big guy as far as his frame, yeah. as far as being tall. And is that is that one of the things that stood out to you? I know you've met him before, but just his his size. He may have grown an inch since since you met him. The yeah. first time. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm I don't think it. that's how you... <laughs> you do it, Jacob. You do it. Like, you e Iama e, 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 Le Ava. I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Oh, I'm I, glad whatever. to know you're struggling because I'm struggling a little bit too. Let's whatever. Yeah, Nico. Nico is easy. Um, yeah, no, Nico's Nico's cool, man. Nico um, is definitely, I guess, bigger than some people may think, right? He's just as tall as me, right? Which uh, he's probably six six, whatever, and and obviously needs to probably put some weight on, just like every freshman that comes in, like needs needs to add a little bit of weight in his legs and his you know shoulders and his back and and um, whatever but man just uh super talented super talented and, and kind of lives up to that hype i guess that um we've all heard right his, his just his arm and his accuracy and um i think we'll we'll take a little bit of time to get his his timing down with uh with our receivers and with tight ends and the backs and everything but once he does i'm sure he'll be he'll be just fine and he'll uh he'll thrive so I keep hearing, despite the fact that he was a big name recruit i keep hearing that he's very approachable that yeah. he is very humble how much of that have you seen yeah dude since the day that i met him which was i met him i guess met him on social media right um obviously he's got this big presence and stuff but um whatever he's, just had followed each other and it was cool like he followed me back whatever and just he like hit like dm me or something it's like yo bro like, i don't even remember what he was asking but then the first time that I actually met him in person um, was in the facilities. He was on a visit one day for for something, one weekend, I guess, and was with you know a couple of his family members and stuff. And you know, I, I go to meet him and stands up out of the chair like just as, as he should, right? Not should, but I, I shouldn't say that. Like stands up out of the chair as you know I probably would if I were to meet someone new. Um, you know, like daps me up, whatever. Like says like it's good to actually like finally meet you. And so then kind of we start building this little relationship and. You know, every time he would come up to Knoxville and make sure to say hey to him. And, um, yeah, never, never once have I gotten that, um, that energy that he necessarily feels he necessarily feels like he's better than anybody or, or that he deserves anything. Um, he's kind of just come in and just been himself. And, and, you know, he's not a quiet person necessarily, but hasn't, he hasn't, you know, caused a lot of waves. He hasn't stirred, stirred a lot up. You know, what I mean, just him being here is not, taking anything away from, from this program, which is all you can really ask. He's, he's truly just coming in to try to, you know, acclimate himself and, and become comfortable with all the guys. And, 
Um, I can appreciate when people are nice to our kickers and our specialists because I'm like really good friends with all of our kickers and our specialists. And so like, to me, it's normal to be nice to them, but like, that's not how it is in a lot of programs. Not like, not a lot, but a lot of times it's like, oh, it's just the kickers, like whatever. But this program does a really good job of like kind of em embracing them. They're, they're just regular guys. I don't want to talk like they're different, but um, Nico, Nico is like we're surrounded by them in our little locker area. And he's awesome. Like he's dope with it. Like he's very nice to all of them. And, and as he should be right. He's like, whatever. I just, I don't want to put him on a pedestal, but I just, I appreciate him and his, uh, his genuineness and how kind he is to people. So is that where they put the freshman is next to the kicker next to the kickers? Well, I'm next to him too. So I don't know what, the, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> well, then, then, then everything's good then. Cause you're, yeah. all, you're obviously mature and ready to go. So, right. uh, has there been a wow moment where you saw him physically either maybe tucked and ran or he just threw the ball and whizzed it? Has there, has there been a moment where you said, this guy's a pretty special athlete at quarterback? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't gotten too involved, right. With, with just our offense and, and, um, you know, live reps or anything like that. I think once he does, I think you'll kind of have those moments where it's like, Oh yeah, that is a play that not many people could have made. But, um, I mean, as we're just going through, you know, routes on air and, and just kind of catching, catching footballs from, from them in practice and stuff, just kind of, like I said, like his accuracy and, and, and just those are, those are a pretty spiral, right? Like those are nice ball. And, um, Again, the timing thing is whatever. But, yeah, I guess I was somewhat impressed with just kind of how he came out of the gate, pretty confident, was able to throw the ball and, and I don't know, show what he could do, I guess. Okay. Uh, last thing, favorite Christmas song is? Mm. Ooh. Probably. You mean to give you uh, – so Cooper went with give – me, give, me, give, me give me a list. Uh, give me a, a one, two, three, and I'll rank them. Okay. Uh, Cooper went with uh, Silent Night, so we'll put that on there. Okay. I went with Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Okay. Um, and then let's throw in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, I'll take Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and then, I'll take Rudolph, and then I'll take Rudolph, and then I'll take Silent Night. Silent Night is a little too slow for me. At church, great. I'm loving it. But, like... If I'm just listening to Christmas music, probably not listening to that. And now, like, uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I like that one, too. That one's smooth. Um, so, whatever. Uh, I, don't, I don't listen to a whole lot of it, but I can, I can get in the Christmas spirit. No, I think Mariah Carey sings one, too. And basically anything Mariah Carey sings is pretty good. It's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's the GOAT. <laughs> he is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, young man. I uh, uh, hope you, you have a fantastic holiday. You know, I'm a fan of your family as well. So uh, have a blessed weekend and Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas. All the family watching. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Merry Christmas, everybody. He is Jacob Warren, the Vol Report, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man alive. It is worth the drive. This has been a presentation of Off Thug Sports. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. 
And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.